If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of callers on hold, so I will get to them in just a minute. And before I do, I just wanted to let you all know that we're going to do a private screening of a new documentary that has not been released yet, and it's called Living with Ghosts, Living with Ghosts, and it's uh, about a research project at the University of North Texas. It's a state school, so it's a, a publicly funded university, and they work with people who are grieving, and they, with helpers, with psychics, help uh, these people with their grief by talking with their deceased loved ones. So they're talking with the dearly departed, talking with the deceased. And the people who are grieving find it very comforting and it helps them heal their grief. So as a special present, I guess, for Mother's Day... What we're going to do is it'll be next week. It'll start on Thursday. So it'll be the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. The 8th is Mother's Day. And I've sent out an email. We've put it on all my social media. Look for the post, Living With Ghosts, and sign up for it. And you'll be able to, to see this movie and it's just terrific. They're shopping it around at the film festivals, so they're not able to release it in all these different areas. They've got to just keep it under wraps until the film festivals are over. It's won a bunch of awards, but you'll be able to get a, a preview of it, of the full movie. And then on Monday night, the 9th, 
I'm going to be with the producer, and he and I are going to do a live Zoom, and it's going to be, we'll talk about woo-woo and the research and grieving, and we'll take, it'll just be a Q&A. It should be a blast, but you got to watch the movie in order to do the the uh, Q&A on the 9th. So go on my social media, ask Julie Ryan everywhere. Look in your inboxes, ask Julie Ryan. The email went out today to everybody and sign up for living with ghosts. It's not meaning that ghosts are in their house bothering them. It's just living with ghosts like, you know, people that aren't there anymore. And the their loved ones who are left behind are still suffering. And I thought, what a great opportunity to do this on Mother's Day because a lot of us have lost our mothers and our grandmothers and and it, it'll be a, a nice way to remember them. So if you're grieving the loss of anybody, anybody or any pet, any grief period, please join us for Living With Ghosts. Check out my social media. Okay. Having said all that, let's go right to the phones. And my first caller is Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi. How are you? Where are you located? Um, I'm sorry. My husband's back. I'm Michigan, Millington, Michigan. Okay, terrific. By the thumb. Um, I am calling about my husband. Um, last um, Saturday, he had emergency spinal surgery, and during the procedure, they had a um, misplaced the catheter, and then it malfunctioned, so it may have caused damage to his urethra. They've got us um, lined up to get the catheter out tomorrow, but we're kind of worried about it. Can you scan the area on him? Sure. Yeah, what's his name, Pam? Rick. He's right here. Rick. Rick. Okay. All right. So he's there, so he's giving me permission to scan him? Yeah. Okay. Terrific. All right. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you guys in Michigan. What happens, everybody, is for those of you who are first-time listeners, I raised my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly just because the body has mass. So I raised my vibrational level. I turn it on and off at will. And I'm going to Watch a laser beam in my mind's eye come from my body here in Birmingham, and it's going to hook into Pam and Rick up in Michigan. And then it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. So something will be identified, and then immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing that will begin. And sometimes my analogies are really hilarious, so prepare yourself, right, Pam? Sometimes I'll tell you, A body part looks like whipped cream or something crazy like that. But it's just to give you a visual of a way, a frame of reference from our human mind. Because if you can envision what I'm seeing, it helps integrate the healing into the body. So I'm like the tugboat captain, Rick's the ship. I'm going to help steer Rick safely into port, and then he's going to take over receive the healing and integrate it into his body. And I just find if you can visualize what I'm talking about when I'm seeing it, it really helps integrate the healing into the body. So here we go, Pam. I've got you, got Rick. Okay, so going in. Yeah, his his catheter looks like 
his catheter, his urethra looks like uh, raw hamburger. I mean, it's it's really so. What I'm doing mm-hmm. is I'm putting using this white cream that I see used a lot, Pam, and it it reminds me of really thick white face cream, Nivea cream, those blue Nivea jars. If you can imagine those, and it has anti-inflammatory properties in it and uh, healing rocket booster fuel for healing. It's uh, really terrific. So I'm coating his urethra right now, and then let's see what happens from there. Okay, I see the catheter coming out. It may be bloody when they take it out, but he's going to heal. He's going to be fine. I don't think there's any permanent damage. I think it's it's it got a little roughed up, but I think he's going to be fine. So so tell him, you know, don't freak out when they remove it because it's pretty raw in there. So he may have some bleeding for a while, but he's going to be fine. Okay, thanks, Pam. Dodies they had on the stages, the phases. Say that again. I'm Dodie. My mom. Um, she's getting closer and closer to her stages um, or phases. Can you tell me where she's at? What's her name, Pam? Zoe. Zoe. She was okay. at eight the last time I talked to you. Yeah. She's in nine now. She's in the ninth. Oh, what what you. Pam's talking about is the uh, 12 phases of transition, which is what we all go through when we're dying and we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets. So there are 12 phases, so nine's pretty close. And um, let's ask her the three questions I always ask. Are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain at times? She's saying tremendous at times, Pam. I don't know if that's what you're finding. And what do you need just to go on to heaven? She's ready to go. I hope that helps. She's been fighting it. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Good good luck. You got got your hands full, girl. Good luck with your husband and your mom. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, let's go to Suzanne next. Let me find Suzanne here. Suzanne, where are you? I know you're in here somewhere. There you are. Okay, hi, Suzanne. I took you off speaker. Can you hear me? Good girl. Yes. You follow directions well. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you? Tell everybody where you're located. Please. I'm in Boston. Boston. I'm not sure why I'm losing my voice. I was fine a minute ago. Oh, jeez. Yes, ma'am. I sure can. Okay. Uh, So I'm Suzanne from Massachusetts. Did I explain why I'm calling or um, how to? Yeah. Yeah. You got a question for me? Okay. Yes, I do. Um, I have two sort of health-related questions. I'm not sure but why in the last six months or a year or so, my hair has just, like, gotten much thinner. I've always had thick hair. I don't know if it's from stress. Um, somebody else who was sort of a medical intuitive thought it was thyroid, but I had blood tests. It was fine. <clears throat> I don't know if I need to eat protein. I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice. And then the other thing is I'm having intermittent hand trembling and shaking. It's just sort of started. It's 
a little scary. <laughs> I guess. Wow. Okay. How young are you? Um, 65. Okay. Are you on hormones? Um, no. All right. Have you looked into bioidentical hormones? I was just looking at something on that today, actually. <laughs> yeah. No coincidences in life. Bioidentical hormones, for those of you that don't know, are the exact molecular composition of what we manufacture in our bodies when we're young and fertile and popping out babies. And as we age, Suzanne, our hormone levels diminish, and Mother Nature says, ah, we don't really need her anymore because she's not propagating the species. So we can fool Mother Nature, make her think that we're 30 when we're 60, and use bioidenticals. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Suzanne. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about a couple of other things. So everybody stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Suzanne, and uh, we were talking about bioidentical hormones. So Suzanne, bioidentical hormones are the exact molecular composition of what our bodies make when we're young and fertile. Synthetic hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so they can be patented, and most of the time they come from pregnant horse mare urine. So the bioidenticals are the one that you want, and uh, I can't recommend them enough. I've been on them for 18 years myself. I wouldn't be without them. People say to me, how long are you going to be on those things? I say, you're going to have to pry them on my cold, dead hands because I just, they keep your bones healthy, your brain, your heart, your skin. I have more energy than I did when I was in my 20s. So I highly recommend. A really good way to find a doctor, Suzanne, is to call a compounding pharmacy in your area. Do you know what a compounding pharmacy is? I have I have heard of that and I also know that Suzanne Summers did a whole yes. thing on uh, bioidentical. She did a book on it. Compounding. She's done several. I have yes. that one before. Yes, I was concerned several. because I know with hormones and maybe it's more synthetic stuff that they can It is. It's the synthetic. And you think about you think about it. If you go back and you look at my podcast, I did a, a show about a year ago with Dr. Christian Northrup, who I say is the fairy godmother of women's health. And she is just, you know, an expert on this stuff. And I said to her, it seems to me that the women that have cancer issues are postmenopausal women who haven't seen estrogen in decades. And she said exactly. She said estrogen's very protective. That's why those are the women that usually get female kinds of cancers. So, yeah, please revisit those. The other thing on your your uh, trembling a little bit, what I got was to increase your magnesium consumption. And I got to, to use magnesium that ends in an ATE, like citrate, C-I-T-R-A-T-E. 
but you're not getting enough magnesium. So try that. If you don't want to take pills, then take a Epsom salts bath or soak your feet in Epsom salts, mm-hmm. and that'll help a lot too. So I hope I hope you feel better not, and. Oh, sorry. Thank you. It's not just like tremors. It's like my hand is shaking, and I'm all I'm thinking is like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So more magnesium, find a doctor who can help you with the hormones and, and take it. Just take that as your first step. So I hope you feel better. Okay. And I hope, and I hope you grow enough hair that you look like Lady Godiva <laughs> on a horse. You don't need any clothes. You can just cover up with your clothes. hair. Okay. All right. Thanks. The question, I know you Thanks, Suzanne. Appreciate it. All righty. Let's go to Ann next. Hi, Ann. Hi, Julie. Um, oh, thank you so much for taking my call. Julie, um, I'm calling from uh, Lexington, South Carolina, and I'm calling concerning my dad. And uh, he had last rites today. We oh. were just wondering um, what stage dad's in. Okay. Tell me his name, Ann. His name is Florian. Florian. Okay. He's 95 years old. Oh, God love him. Is he home? Is he in your home? Where is he? He He's in my sister's home, and I've uh, been here for <laughs> helping for three weeks. He was in the hospital. He had a major stroke, and, and oh, uh, today he was reaching and things like that. So, Yeah. Um, you know he who he's reaching for is he's reaching was- for loved ones. That When they reach up like that, they're seeing loved ones. And they're reaching, they're seeing the spirits of deceased loved ones and angels and pets. And has he, is he able to talk at all, Ann? I can't put you on speaker. Um, uh, Yes, he's able to talk. Okay. Has he said he's been able to see any loved ones' spirits? Um, He said something about Pod today, which would be his father. But then tomorrow, he said that tomorrow the blessed, he was going to see the blessed mother tomorrow. Yeah, the blessed Virgin Mary tomorrow. Oh, how wonderful. Okay, I have goosebumps on that. So those are truth bumps. Those are validation for that. And it doesn't mean that he's going to go to heaven tomorrow. It means that she may be in his room. And, you know, and he was told that by somebody else. How wonderful. How wonderful. So he's in phase 10 of 12, what I was talking about before with Pam, our first caller. I think it was Pam who's, who had a loved one, or maybe, I don't remember, maybe it was Suzanne, um, that they're in the, he's in the 10th phase, and, uh, and so he's close. He's surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones, and it's a glorious sight. If you go on my website, Ann, AskJulieRyan.com, and go to the 12 Faces of Transition tab, you will see a button for you to download a free chart of the 12 Faces. If you download that and save it on your phone, then you can just ask, what phase is my dad in? And you'll hear an answer in your head. And it'll come in really fast. You'll get a number. And then you can refer to the chart. And that'll give you some information. So hopefully that helps. Have you read my book yet, Angelic Attendance? Oh, we do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. 
and my sister's trying to <laughs> listen into it at the same time without putting you on speaker. Yeah. Okay. Well, look for the little miracles along the way. They'll be plentiful, like him reaching up. Is is he seeing deceased loved ones and him saying the Virgin Mary's going to be there tomorrow? You know, how fabulous is that? He's not hallucinating. He's actually seeing those. He's actually seeing them. Okay, yeah. because like at night, he's like, <laughs> he's sundowning at night and... Um, it, it, there hasn't been a lot of rest for my sister because he's staying at her house. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so it, it's been very necessary to, to medicate because we're not spring chickens either. <laughs> right. So he's getting some medication. Okay. All righty. Well, good luck. Look for the little miracles along the way. They'll be plentiful. And uh, and download that chart. Download Download the 12 faces chart, and that'll give you some information. All right, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get Miss Patty on and see what she has to say. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. Miss Patty on the phone. Hi, Patty. Hi, I hope you're doing well. I am. How are you, girl? I'm okay, but it's my mother that's taking a hit. Um, I'm oh, called no. from Queens, New York. Um, so Sunday morning, my mother woke up with a hacking cough. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like she coughs in the middle of the night every so often, but this was like too much. Then she measured her blood pressure, pulse was racing. And then when she got sick, me, my pulse goes up too. And we both ended up going to the emergency room and I'm fine. So the doctor says that your mother, the way the doctor came to me, he says, oh, COVID's over right now. (laughs) Your mother has a cold because she tested negative for COVID. And Mm -hmm. um, she's cold and that's it. But she has congestive heart failure, regular heartbeat. And th- and she had to get intravenous fluids because the doctor says she's dehydrated. Now, you mm-hmm. know that my whole family's trying to tell her to drink water, and she doesn't. And even the doctor told her to drink water. And she said she like, drinks like 16 ounces of water, and I know she's dehydrated. Um, but now, the last few days, she's home, but the last few days, she's been having these coughing fits. But that's from a cold or the flu or bronchitis. But she's on antibiotics right now because the primary care doctor gave her antibiotics because of her age. She's mm-hmm. going to be 90 in uh, August, mid-August. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I'm just going to see if you can give my mother some healing energy and to see w- why she's having this cough. Yeah. Yeah, she's got bronchitis. I've already got her on my radar, Patty. And uh, what I'm doing while you've been talking is I've been sucking out the goop out of her lungs. Her cough is kind of wet, I would imagine, based on what I'm seeing in her lungs. Is that true, where it's kind of goopy? She's coughing up stuff? Yeah, yeah, because she's having a hard time coughing up stuff. Yeah. So pay attention to how she's doing, she may need a different antibiotic. I've put antibiotic energy into her. It's kind of a hot pink color, 
kind of a fuchsia color. And uh-huh. some, sometimes they need a gram positive and they're on a gram negative or something like that. They need a different antibiotic. But um, just just watch her. Make sure she's hydrated. If she's not drinking, just give her tablespoons of water so she stays hydrated. And uh, if she's running a temp or if she seems to be lethargic, you need to call the doctor again. Tell them you need a different antibiotic because this one isn't working. So thank God that uh, she got some type of antibiotics right away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, well, can she take vitamins, Patty? Can she swallow pills still? Yes, she does. Okay. Get her on yes. a thousand oh. milligrams of C. Ester C, because uh-huh. it'll be easier on her stomach, mm-hmm. 1,000 milligrams of Ester C, 50 milligrams of zinc, and I would get wow. her on at least 8,000 IUs of D3. And that's a rocket booster, you know, immune helper. The other thing is if it's warm enough, sit her in the sun for at least 20 minutes a day. The sun is so healing. And uh, if it's too cold for her to go outside, put her in the window like a potted plant. Sit her in the sun, you know, like a dog or a cattle lay in the sun and uh, let the sun shine on her through a window. But I, I think it's appropriate for you to be worried about her. She's she's goopy. Her lungs are goopy. So, right. yeah, don't, don't um, let it go. But they did say... Don't let it go very they, long. They did do an X-ray, but I know um, she did. They did an X-ray in the ER, but her lungs were clear. She doesn't have Good. it, you know. Okay, well, but it can develop after she's left the ER. So, thanks for yes, calling. That, I hope she feels better. Because, hope she feels better. Okay, let's go to Susan next. Hi, Susan. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Hello. Good. Oh, great. How, good. Um, Where are you? I'm in um, Portland, Oregon. Okay. Terrific. What's happening up there? So I have, well, I have a um, beloved kitty that is um, 18 years old, and um, she seems to be in pretty good health, but she um, has been coughing quite a bit. So um, I did take her to the vet, and they said, oh, it could allergies and she had has been continuing to cough and I took her again and they took an x-ray of her lungs and um, they can't really say for sure but they said well it could be cancer um, but it could not be cancer um, oh, geez but- great let's just worry about it but we don't know for sure oh geez yeah, exactly. So, you know, I just oh, fell gosh. apart, right? Like that whole day, I just oh. fell apart. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. So, I'm hoping you can kind of just scan her and see what you see. And if there's something, maybe I could help her. You know, maybe there's something else I could be doing for her. Yeah. What's her name? What's her name, Susan? Rosa. Rosa. Okay. All right, Rosa. Here we go. I'm going to hook into you and then from you to Rosa. All right, got you. Got Rosa. Rosa, what is up? Why are you coughing? Uh, 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 uh. Um, yeah, she's she doesn't. I don't see an infection, Susan, but I do see a lot of pollen. Do you have a bunch of stuff blooming right now? We do. Yeah, that's what's going on. 
this too shall pass. Uh, I'm not seeing any cancer. Oh, Julie, I want to hug you. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah. She's just got a bunch of pollen. We get so much pollen down here in Sweet Home, Alabama, that, of course, nutcase that I am, I bought black patio furniture cushions. So I bring them into my garage when we're in pollen season because because they got you know, this yellow pollen all over them. I'm about ready to put them back out. That's but been yeah, she's, she's got yellow pollen in her lungs. So I'm sucking it out as we speak. And um, she's she's going to be fine. She'll be fine. Oh that's, oh, that's fantastic. Okay, and is there anything else I could be doing for her, just for her cough, you know, like to kind of help her? Mm. Change the filters in your house so that you've got really good filters. Get the okay. HEPA filters and uh, and make sure that you're keeping those changed. I would change them. I, I think it makes sense to change them every month when you're in the in the springtime and pollen season just and that'll circulate clean air for her and that should help and then if she does she have a blanket that she sleeps with or she sleeps on she does yeah you may want to wash that um if not, maybe get another one and switch it out, wash it every day. Because when she's outside and then she comes in and then she's laying on the blanket and it's got all the pollen on it, that just can exacerbate uh, things. So you may want to you okay. may want to wash that. Yeah. And hopefully that'll help. Well, a huge big hug and kiss you. I swear. I'm just so happy. Thank you. Okay. I hope she feels better. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go to Laura next. Hi, Laura. Hi. Um, I have a question. My naturopath said because I had a breast reduction in 2009, but they they had grown really big. I, I don't know from going through menopause and everything. And um, I did have implants and they removed them, but they didn't back then do an explant. And supposedly these explants is what they do now because the encapsulation supposedly gets biofilm and blah, 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 you know, all this. Mm-hmm. And what, I, I don't have any of the issues involved with it, but some people get very sick. And mm-hmm. um, and it's, there's only a few doctors around me that do it. The next available time to do it, but I have to pay for it now is in 2023 is when wow. you can do it. But I'm worried about the anesthesia with it, too. Like, I don't know. Am I doing anesthesia for something that I don't need to do? So basically, I'm wondering if you can scan me and see if this is something I should do. Is it, is there, are the, the, you know, what the encapsulations left after they remove the implant? Um, Is it that, can you see them? Yeah. Where are you located? ever doing that it was horrible I mean it was so painful and drained and I just don't know if I should pay for something to get more anesthesia and is that worse for me yeah yeah where are you located Laura Florida East Coast okay all right there's a doctor in Atlanta and I'll I'll find her name during the break um 
I'm blanking on her name, who's one of the experts in the country on this. And she talks about the encapsulation and the biofilm that gets in. Were your implants leaking before they took them out? Do you know? No, they weren't. I had a major breast reduction and all of that back then because my insurance paid back then. They don't do stuff like that now because it was Mm -hmm. problems with my neck. And then they took them out. But back then, nobody took out, it was a really good doctor in New York, you know, they didn't take out the encapsulations. And what I found out from this doctor is they leave them because it does leave you some filling in there after Mm -hmm. you've breastfed a bunch of kids and everything. So Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering, and there is a good doctor here, but he can't see me until November of 2023, but you have to pay for it now. Yeah. So you get a refund. Before, but I don't know if this is even something because I don't have any of the issues. But could they happen? I mean, I was just wondering. I don't know. If- I'm gonna hold you over for the break. I'll scan you during the break, and when I come back, I'll let you know what that doctor's name is in Atlanta as well. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll we'll talk to Laura when we come back. I looked up the doctor in Atlanta, and her name's Marissa Lawrence. Marissa is with one S, and Lawrence is L-A-W-R, not L-A-U, L-A-W. So drmarissalawrence.com. I'm getting for you to check with doctors in Atlanta. Where are you in Florida? I'm South Florida. Okay. All right. There's There's something... With Atlanta. I I got that when you were first talking for you to check with doctors in Atlanta. Uh, I am getting it's in your best interest to have the surgery and get those removed. Okay. Get the biofilm removed. All right. So you want to go to somebody that really knows what they're doing. And uh, uh, most just regular plastic surgeons just specialize in putting them in, not taking them out. So it sounds like you've got one in Florida, but you may want to check in Atlanta and it may be worth your while to to go up there or to go to a different city to okay. have it done sooner than later. So I hope that helps. Oh, okay. Sooner. Okay. Okay. But with no symptoms or anything, but you saw it that I needed to do I it. I did. Okay. And, and I asked... I asked, okay. is it in your best interest to have the surgery and to get the biofilm removed? And I got a yes, it is. So Okay, thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. Good luck with all of that. You're, Laura's the second client today. I had a private client talk to me about this today. So it seems to be something, breast implant illness seems to be something that's becoming more and more common. And a lot of women are getting their implants taken out. And so two people in one day, that's pretty interesting. Okay, let's go to Denise next. Hi, Denise. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Where are you located? I'm in uh, Tom's River, New Jersey. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? Yeah. My grandmother passed away uh, two weeks ago on Good Friday, and we're having her tomorrow. 
Um, I just want to know if, you know, she's at peace where she is now, if she saw my parents and all that stuff, her husband. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What's her first name? Rose. Rose. Second Rose tonight, except the other one was a dog. I guess that was a Rosa. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, she's talking about white roses. Did she like white roses? Her name's Rose. Did she like white roses? I think she did. Yeah. Actually, she's I appreciated and she's in a white, she's actually in a white urn with a silver rose on it. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. 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 She'd like white roses at her funeral. So if you don't have them planned, stop at the, you know, stop at a Trader yeah. Joe's or Costco or someplace and get some white roses. She'd like for you to bring some white roses to her funeral. And I would look up, Denise, and see what the significance is of white roses. I'm sure there is one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, How are you doing? You know, the same. I'm really upset. I took care of her for 16 years, so. Oh, kind gosh. Of hard. Oh, yeah. You know how to talk to her, right? Just talk yeah. to her. <laughs> yeah, just say something to her, right? Just say something to her, either a question or a statement, and she's going to answer you, and it's going to come in like a thought in your head. It's going to come in, boom as fast as you can snap your fingers within a second or even before that a lot of the time they'll answer us even before yeah. uh, your whole thought is thought out all the way and uh, so she's going to answer you and then just be specific if you're looking for advice or something you know if you're looking for information that's that's really important be super specific when you're talking to her yeah yeah oh okay. How's the rest of the family holding up? Yeah. We're holding up. Tomorrow will be hard, so, you know. Yeah. But okay. It should be nice. So, we have a nice service for and then a nice repast. So. Are you going to do a luncheon or something afterwards? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. She's talking about funeral food. <laughs> She's talking about that mm -hmm. she... She knows you're going to have really good funeral food. Was she a cook? Did yeah, she like to cook? Yeah. Not really, actually. She just likes to eat, like, all the stuff that we used to have. Yeah, we're okay. going to an Italian restaurant. There you go. <laughs> so that's why she's saying she knows Aww. you're going to have good funeral food. Is that too cute? Yeah. So white roses <laughs> and uh, funeral food. She will be there. She's around you guys all the time. She can talk to you anytime. Have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet? No, I haven't yet. Okay. Get a hold of it. It's it's audiobook, digital, mm -hmm. and paperback. And yeah. it will, I believe, give you a lot of comfort. And I believe it will give a lot mm -hmm. of comfort to your family as well. Anything that you want to ask her? on Mother's Day. Say that again? Um, if she was happy with the care I gave her and everything, because I'm really upset. I wasn't She's there saying when it, she died. I was there all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's saying the care that you gave her was magnificent. Her words. Magnificent. And you know... If you talk to any funeral director, Denise, they're going to tell you that there are mm -hmm. multiple 
endless stories about the family was with grandma for three weeks and then Aunt Susie left the room to go get a cup of coffee and she checked out while Aunt Susie was out of the room and Aunt Susie's all upset. Well, we all decide when we go, where we go, who's with us or not when we go. So she mm-hmm. she decided that. And uh, and so you weren't there. Was somebody else with her or did she just go by herself? No, she went by herself. And we're all okay. upset because I literally, was, I was on my way there. So that's, you know, yeah. I, I ended up doing a few errands. And I, it's like I said to the nurse I'd be there at 3.30 and she called me at 3.26 to say she yeah. just died. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. no. So know that nobody dies alone. She was surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets. So she was, she went the way she's saying she mm-hmm. didn't want to bother anybody. She didn't want to be a bother anymore. No. She's saying, I don't, I didn't want to be a bother anymore. That's what she always said. She always apologized. Because I worked in the yeah. nursing home where she, you know, she passed. And she says, you do so much. And I said, I'm okay. And that's what yeah. she always said. She doesn't want to be a bother to anybody. Aww. She's saying, yeah. 95 years old. 95? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 95. Wow. God bless her. Yes, absolutely. Well, get it. Get a, some white roses. Get a copy of my book and, uh, and read it. Mm-hmm. And it'll make you feel better. And hopefully you can join us next week for that movie living with ghosts. I think it'll help you with your grieving process a lot. So thanks, Denise. I'll be thinking about you tomorrow at the funeral. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on and see what their questions are. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Most of us have busy lives and We know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back. We do this show every Thursday night from 8 to 10 Eastern, and the call-in number is 667-770-1476. The access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. 
Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And what's going to happen is on the first Thursday of each month, so next week will be the, the first Thursday in May, and I will choose somebody who's going to win a free two hour, free, free one hour session with me, uh, valued at $200. I knew there was a two in there somewhere. Just got a little confused there. So I pick somebody who gets a free session and give it away the first Thursday of each month, but they're picked from people who've left a review. So ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Share my show too, please, with your family and friends, and hopefully they will be able to listen. I hear people tell me all the time, I had this going on, and oh my gosh, you had a caller, and you scanned her, and I got the information I needed, even though I didn't get to talk to you. They listened to it on a download at a later time. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. That's where that Living with Ghosts movie sign-up is, too. You've got to sign up for it so you can get the link because, you know, it's a private screening. So I'm really honored that I was chosen to do this for all of our community. I, I think it's really amazing. And, and I've watched the movie. It's terrific. You guys are going to love it. So check Ask Julie Ryan for that. And we also uh, post a reminder to call in on the day of the show, and it's got all the call-in information. So that's there. While you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. And if you're not getting it and you've signed up, check your spam folder because sometimes it'll go in there by mistake and then just mark it that it's it's okay for that to come through. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer, and it's it's always fun. I get a lot of questions, and so it's always fun to choose the one for, for the week. You can also schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. I'm scheduled out a couple of months. The key is get on my calendar. Keep your confirmation email. There's a reschedule button at the bottom. Click on that periodically when you think about it, and it will show you earlier appointments that have become available. I talked to somebody yesterday who's, who got the appointment last Thursday, so it had been less than a week that she got it. So it really works. Whatever that happens, people always say to me, oh, my gosh, you weren't kidding. It really works. I'm like, I know. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. New training. We're still working on it. Got some some IT stuff. They're having to write for me. They tell me it can't be done. I tell them to go back and reconfigure. And uh, and guess what? They're getting it done. But it's just taking a little longer than we'd hoped. So I will let you know once that's ready. The angelic attendant training class, my big class, is full for this year. I've already accepted two people, I think, for January of next year. And I limit it to 12 people. It's really hands-on. I'm teaching the April class right now and we did medical intuitive stuff last Saturday and it went it, it was a four hour practice session and it was great these guys right out of the chute were doing it and it, it's just such a blast and they're all amazed that they can do it right when they when they try for the first time okay here's my question for this week Amy from Portland, Michigan said, Hi, Julie. I have a loaded question for you. Does hell exist? My son died instantly in a car accident, so I don't know if he had time to go through the 12 phases of transition. 
At the time of his death, I know he and my other son were not only questioning the existence of God, they said there was no God. It hurts so much that part of my future is gone, and I feel, in a word, hopeless. I'm curious if my son is in hell, she put in parentheses if there is one, or in heaven. Life is not supposed to work in this order. Thanks, Amy. And here's my response. Hi, Amy. My sincere condolences on the loss of your son. I can't even imagine what you're going through. I truly believe when he transitioned, your son absolutely experienced the 12 phases of transition, was surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets, and then was then escorted to heaven by angels. Time doesn't exist in the non-physical spirit reality because time is a human creation. And regardless of whether somebody dies instantly like your son or over days, weeks, months, years, we all go through a glorious process I call the 12 phases of transition. As for whether your son is in heaven or hell, I believe he is absolutely in what we know as heaven and is surrounded by love, joy, and the spirits of deceased loved ones. I also believe he's around you. Religious leaders and scholars have been debating for millennia whether an afterlife exists and includes paradise or eternal suffering. In a papal audience on July 28, 1999, Pope St. John Paul II said, quote, More than a physical place, hell is, a st- is the state of those who freely and definitively separate themselves from God, the source of all life and joy, end quote. And in his book, Heaven and Hell, A History of the Afterlife, Bart Ehrman, distinguished professor of religious studies at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and a leading authority on the New Testament and early Christianity states, quote, Jesus stood in a very long line of serious thinkers who refused to believe that a good God would torture his creatures for eternity. The idea of eternal hell was very much a latecomer on the Christian scene, developed decades after Jesus' death, and honed to a fine pitch in the preaching of fire and brimstone that later followers sometimes attributed to Jesus himself. But the torments of hell were not preached by either Jesus or his original Jewish followers. They emerged among later Gentile converts who did not hold to the Jewish notion of a future resurrection of the dead. These later Christians came out of Greek culture and its belief that souls were immortal and would survive death. Regarding hell, Professor Ehrman goes on to say, the word Jesus uses is Gehenna. The term does not refer to a place of eternal torment, but to a notorious valley just outside the walls of Jerusalem, believed by many Jews at the time to be the most unholy, God-forsaken place on earth. So, Do heaven and hell really exist? Guess we'll find out when we die. In the meantime, as humans, all we can do is conjecture by listening to different points of view and paying attention to what resonates with us. That's a long explanation, but Amy, that was a loaded question, my girl, that you sent in. And and I want you to know your son is in heaven. He was escorted to heaven by angels. He was surrounded by angels when he died. And it 
I, I don't believe hell exists. And that's why I researched this a little bit. I knew Pope John Paul had, had talked about this and other popes have too. And, you know, I couldn't reference every spiritual leader that's out there. But I thought it was interesting what that professor at UNC Chapel Hill had to say about the, we hear about the interpretations from the Bible. I think it started off in some language and then it was translated to Greek and then it was translated to a bunch of other languages. And the old saying, lost in translation, a lot of the time I think we tend to take ancient texts literally and it may not make sense to take them literally. We're supposed to get the gist of it. We're supposed to use our minds, use our gut. How do things feel? If something feels bad and it doesn't feel right, then research it and see what you think. So uh, that was actually one of my favorite questions, even though when I chose it, I thought, oh, am I going to be opening up a can of worms here? But uh I don't, I don't believe hell exists. I believe everybody goes to heaven. There was a movie out a long time ago called All Dogs Go to Heaven. I think all people go to heaven, too. I, I've never seen angels drop somebody in a fiery pit for eternity. I always see angels escort spirits to heaven. So that's my belief. See what you think yours is after hearing all this. And, and if you disagree, that's fine. You're entitled to that. But if it doesn't feel good, research it. See what you can come up with. Okay, enough. Enough on my soapbox. Enough on my on my hell soapbox. Let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Julie. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. Where are you located? I'm in Helena, Montana. Oh, wonderful. But it's beautiful. Cut out for Okay. I said I bet it's beautiful. It is, yes. We we talked right. a couple weeks ago, but I actually have a question about my grandpa. Yeah. What's going on? Um, so he has Alzheimer's and he has been progressively um, declining and it's getting pretty hard for my grandma to handle everything by herself. And so we were just wanting to find out really, um, I guess what we can do to help him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's his name? Chloe, what do you call him? His name's Gary. Gary, but what do you call him? I call him grandpa. Grandpa. All right. I'm going to scan him during the break. When I come back, I'll let you know what I come up with. So stay with us, everybody. I'm going to talk to Grandpa Gary during the break, and we'll see what he has to say. Now we'll report it to his granddaughter, Chloe. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. talking with Chloe before the break about Grandpa Gary. Chloe, are you still with me? Yeah. 
Okay, good. So I talked to I talked to your granddad during the break, and he is in phase nine of the twelve phases of transition. So he is dying. Okay. He he again, as okay. I mentioned, go to my website askjulieryan.com. Go to the twelve phases of transition tab. Download the chart. Save it on your phone. You can ask okay. what phase is my grandpa in, and you'll get an answer. And then you'll be able to tell if he's progressing through the phases fairly quickly, you'll know what's going on there. I I have to tell you, though, there was a woman who called into my show for two years, and her dad was in phase 11. He had Alzheimer's, and he was in phase 11 for two years. So just because he's in phase nine right now doesn't mean he's going to check out anytime soon. Okay. But I asked him my three questions. So I said, are you ready to go? He said, yes. I said, are you in pain? He said, not really. His response. And I asked him what he needed. And he said, chocolate. Does he like chocolate? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So give the man some chocolate. Keep him, keep him in chocolate. We think at the end of somebody's life, well, it's just not healthy and that's not going to be good for him. For God's sakes, you know, give the man his chocolate. I, I'm all, I'm all for at the end of life. If somebody is requesting something, give them what they want. I don't care. But if he wants to eat a box of chocolates, give him a box of chocolates. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have you read Angelic Attendance yet, my book? I just ordered it. I'm hoping it'll come soon. Good, good. So that's going to help you be able to gauge what's going on. It's going to hopefully provide comfort for you. You will be able to help your other family members. So terrific. I I hope you find comfort in it. And I hope you my grandma. Yes, I think that's a great idea. And it's in the audiobook form too, Chloe. So hopefully if she doesn't want to take the time to read it, she can listen to it. It's about it's only about three hours. I made it short because people don't have time to be reading some seven hundred page whatever. So you may want to check that out too and and help her with that. But show her the charts. Show her the charts. If if he starts Talking about deceased loved ones, if he reaches up, like we heard from a, a caller earlier, he's seeing his deceased loved ones. He's going in for a hug, and he's not hallucinating. He's really okay. seeing them, and that'll help. The book will help you with that. Okay. Okay. All righty, honey. Hope, good luck with all of that. Look for the miracles along the way. For any of those of you who are listening who've read Angelica Tendons, please leave a review on Amazon. I would so appreciate that. And so will everybody else who's looking for comfort and information. Usually people who are looking for a book like this have either just lost a loved one or they're in the process of losing one. And it brings so much comfort for them. And that's just how the Amazon system works is if you have a bunch of reviews, it'll show up when somebody's putting in certain search words. So I would really appreciate it if you guys would leave a review on Amazon for Angelica Tenants. And if you've used, if you've read my children's books or gotten them, please leave a review for them too. That would be so appreciated. Okay, let's go to Kathy next. Hi, Kath. Hi. I just listened to Chloe and um, I'm I'm pretty upset because... 
Gary is my husband. And he, he's such a he's such a wonderful man, and he's just not himself anymore because he can't remember anything. Yeah. And um, he's still driving, uh, oh, which worries me because he has gotten lost a couple of times. And yeah. I need to find a way uh, to get him to accept that he can't drive anymore. And he's so he's so angry that the that I talked to the doctor about it mm-hmm. because the the police told me the only way that they can. Um, get him to come in for a test as if his doctor prescribes, fills out a form and um, informs them that he needs to take the test. And um, when he first started going to this new doctor, he idolized him. He thought he was wonderful. Well, Mm -hmm. since he was um, diagnosed uh, uh, and had the MRI, uh, he doesn't like the doctor anymore because this mm-hmm. doctor is the one that told him that he has Alzheimer's. And so there's just a lot of issues. But I think the main issue right now is the the driving. And I'm so afraid that he's going to get, get lost. He got lost last week and I was working in the yard. I didn't even know he had left. And he... My my granddaughter used to live in Boise, and when um, the the police found him, he said that he was in Bo- he he thought he was in Boise, and he was looking for his wife. Well, he was in he was maybe six miles away from home, and mm-hmm. we live in Port Angeles, Washington, mm-hmm. and um, so that's my question: Is there some gentle way that the doctor or I can get him to to stop driving to get him to realize that he it's dangerous for him and for other people if he's driving and also is there a way for him to accept the doctor the doctor's wonderful he's a he's a geriatric doctor and he's I mean we can we can ask him as many questions for as long as we need to and he's just very gentle and kind, and he's quite young. Um, and my my husband resents the fact that he diagnosed the, the Alzheimer's. So that's my question. Is there something that we can do to, to get him to stop driving? Uh, well, sort of taking the keys away from him, uh, I don't know about that. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Kathy. And when I come back, I'll, I'll have Thank some, you for taking my call. Thank some you. things. Yeah. Hang with me. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'll be right back. Kathy, you still with us? Hello, hello. Kathy, you there? Unmute if you're if you're still there. I can see you're still on my dashboard. 
Kathy. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk anyways. I I asked for, hopefully you can hear, or maybe you can hear, you'll be able to hear on the playback. I asked Spirit what you could do. And what I got was to tell Gary that his car is in the shop for repairs. Take the car somewhere. Do you have a friend's house that lives away, a ways, and um, not far, far away, but just enough that he can't walk down the street and see his car. And uh, and then you keep your uh, car Julie, keys. Julie? Oh, there you are. Yeah, okay. Good, Julie, you're back. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear the first part of what you were saying because, I don't know, I didn't have any, I didn't, you just went away. It was at, uh, okay. the commercial was still going and my, my, um, phone went silent. So could you, would you mind please starting sure. over? Sure. I talked to Spirit. I asked Spirit, what can Kathy do to help Gary? And what I got was to tell him that his car, does he have his own car and you have a car? He has a truck. Yeah. Yeah. He has a truck. Yeah. Take his truck somewhere that's, that he can't walk to and tell him his truck's in for repairs. And so get it away from him, first of all. He does have to take his truck in um, next week to uh, for an oil change and uh, for some other move um, job, that kind of thing. Okay. Well, so, you, you um, have somebody, do you have kids in town? Have somebody come get it while he's asleep at no. night? Okay. No. A friend. No. Don't have anybody. Have somebody. I don't have anybody here. Okay. Well... Have have uh, Chloe come visit you, and she can do it. And and then get the truck out of his line of sight and just say, it's in the shop, it's being repaired, they'll let us know when it's ready. And then you take your car keys. If you have a separate set of car keys, be sure he can't find them. Hide them someplace. You keep your car keys with you so he can't use them. And if he needs to go someplace, you just say, okay, honey, I'll drive you. You take him. That's number one. Number two, two other things I got. Number one, is he on statins? Is he on Lipitor or one of the statin drugs? No, 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 he's not. Has he ever taken them? He's on um, metformin, uh, lisinopril. Um, oh, I can't think. Um, allopurinol. Okay. Well, get there's a, there. I want you to Google these two doctors. So first one is Stephen Sinatra. Stephen with a P-H, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Stephen Sinatra, M-D. He's an expert on all that medicine that they give to people, you know, for heart and statins and like all that jazz. So just Google him. There'll be a bunch of interviews that you can listen to. He's on podcasts. He's on YouTube videos. You don't have to read his book unless you want to. But a quick way to get the gist is I just listen to interviews. And then if I'm really interested, I'll order their book and just keep it as a reference thing. So Stephen Sinatra, think of Frank Sinatra, Stephen Sinatra, MD. Right. That's how I remember him. And then I want you to look up a guy named David Perlmutter. P-E-R-L-M-U-T-T-E-R. P-E-R-L-M-U-T-T-E-R-M-D. He is a doctor who's a neurologist, and he has figured out that high uric acid levels cause and contribute to dementia. 
And if you get the uric acid levels down, Kathy, it can help. It can help the brain. Uric, well, that's, uric that's, acid. That's what he takes. Okay. He, he takes the allopurinol for that. Okay. So uric acid, normally they don't worry too much about it unless somebody has gout. But look up David Perlmutter. Yes. Listen to listen to some of his interviews, and you're going to be amazed okay. at how it affects the brain, the medicines, and the ur- high uric acid level. So he's had okay. really good luck with stopping dementia and Alzheimer's in its track and even reversing it when he gets the uric acid levels down. And he's doing it primarily with diet. So I want you to check that out as well. Check out Stephen Sinatra, MD, and David Perlmutter, MD. And I think you're going to get some clues. In the meantime, get his truck away from the house where he can't walk to it, and, uh, and then hide your car keys. Keep your car keys with you at all times so he doesn't take your car. Well, and then just offer to drive him. There's a big problem with, there's a big problem with getting rid of the car, the truck. Because we use it all the time, and we have a we have two and a half acres, and we have a lot of constant yard debris, and there's mm-hmm. a um, business less than a mile away from us that uh, we take the yard debris to, and we have to take it in, tr- in the truck. It won't work in the car, and that's one of the things that he really enjoys doing. He's trying to keep busy all the time. He's, mm-hmm. he's trying to find things to keep him busy all the time. And he really doesn't go very many places with the truck. He just goes to a couple of places. But the the other day he went off by himself without telling me that he was going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I, it, it, that, that's a really big dilemma for me because... Uh, I guess I could hire somebody to to come and get the yard debris and take that away. That that, that well, would probably be the solution for that. And if you do it in the short run, Kathy, it'll buy you some time to come up with some other solutions. So that's what I'm okay. getting. And you know what? If he only goes a couple of places, well, he could be in an accident a block from home. It doesn't mean that he's yes, he's I, not going to have a problem. Yeah, and it's I not feel. just... Him, it's what what can he do if he injures somebody else too? So yeah, you you exactly. do have a lot on your That's shoulders. He's, he, he's he's a voraciously careful driver. He's his um, <laughs> email address is slow poker because he's he's a very 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 careful driver. It's not the driving so much; it's getting lost. And okay. that's that's what so, really concerns me. And, and and that's telling you that his brain's not working right. So it doesn't matter how good of a driver no, he it's is. Not. If his brain's not working right, he doesn't okay. need to be driving until you can figure out how you can get his brain either to work right or or find out some other way. So check out those two doctors. I hope that helps. No coincidence that you were right after your granddaughter. My goodness, you can't make that up. So <laughs> serendipity being what it is, I'm no coincidences in life. Wondering. Yeah. I'm going to need to take somebody else. Uh, so thanks for calling, before. Kathy. Good luck. Mm-hmm. All righty, let's go to Marisol next. Hi, Marisol. 
Hi, Marisol. Hello. Hi. Hello, Julie. My goodness. Hi. Hello there. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm from um, Delaware. I'm coming from uh, Dover, Delaware. Um, I'm originally from Peru. And I think I have a session with you in a couple of weeks. But um, I was, um, the reason why I was calling you is because I've been having recurring um, UTIs. Mm-hmm. I mean, very too often, I think, every, every two months. And I started last year. And I don't know why really this is happening. Do you see something that I have to be aware of right now? Okay. All right. And they just started recently, Marisol. They ha- you haven't had them. I mean, and you just kind of keep getting chronic ones, or what's going on with that? Yeah, it started. It started like um, last year, the middle of last year. I was on an antibiotic, and then it came back like two, three months later. Mm-hmm. And now the last one that I have was um, officially in February. Mm-hmm. And now I feel again the symptoms the same. Oh, I'm so sorry. They're so painful. All right. I, I've already connected to yeah. you, Marisol. I've got you on my radar. What I'm doing is I'm flushing out your urethra. The bacterial infections are happening because they're they're getting infected in your urethra, and you don't want to let that go because you don't want it going up into your, your bladder and then, God forbid, your kidneys. So got that going on. I would focus on... Your immune system. You heard me talk maybe earlier about somebody, vitamin C. It was Patty from Queens, New York, with her mom, with her elderly mom. What I would suggest, Marisol, is vitamin C. Get the ester C because it's buffered. It'll be easier on your stomach. And then combine 1,000 milligrams of that with 50 milligrams of zinc. Do that three times a day. And then also add D3 at about 8,000 IUs, 8 to 10,000 IUs of D3. And K2 is good to take as well. Vitamin C cures almost everything. I mean, it's amazing. They cured polio. Jonas Salk cured polio with, uh, you know, with um, vitamin C. So take take vitamin C, focus on getting your immune system good. Your, your immune system's gotten whacked from all the antibiotics that you've been on. So hopefully that'll make you feel better. When we come back, we're going to talk to Miss Bonnie and we'll see what she has to say. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Next caller is Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Hi. How are you, girl? How are you? Good, good. My question for you is I'm calling from Menifee, California. Okay. And that's close to Macula. And, okay, my husband, Bill, was diagnosed with aggressive prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you could please scan him. 
Yeah. And on the same day, he had to put down his dog, Dakota, of 16 oh. years, and it's been a lot for him. Oh. What are the doctors saying, or have they gotten that far yet with the treatment suggestions for Bill? Uh, the treatment, uh, we haven't started it, but in a couple of weeks, um, they are going to do um, hormone therapy and radiation. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, Bonnie, and in Southern California, and then from you to Bill. So here we go. Here comes my laser okay. beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to you. Does he know we're talking about him? Did you tell him? You're yes, I asked him. I... There you go. Good job. All right, Bill, I'm talking to Bonnie. Is it okay if I scan you? Yeah. Because, yeah, like that. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, what's going on? Yeah. All right. So uh, cancer looks like mm, looks like tar asphalt when a new road is or when a road is being paved or resurfaced that hot tar he's got he's got a pretty good area of his prostate there so what I'm doing imagine his prostate is jello and I'm scooping the area that's that's diseased out of his prostate clean margins getting all the the cancer out of there. I watch it get encapsulated in a bag, Bonnie, and then removed. Yeah. Stem cell energy is going in, light amber colored gel, sparkles because it's woo-woo and reminds me of Dippity-Doo. And so there's a vortex that's spinning above his prostate. That's going to regenerate his prostate in the area that was cut out. That's number one. Number two, we're doing a DNA healing we, spirit and I, mm-hmm. spirit works through me and with me, DNA healing. There are seven strands that have come out. Imagine they look like pieces of paper you'd see inside a fortune cookie with the fortune written on it. DNA has four nucleic acids. They are represented by ATCG, those letters. I'm watching those letters get resequenced. Imagine we're playing Scrabble in warp speed. That's what it looks like. When the yeah. strand is reconfigured, it goes back into the X chromosome. You know, boys have an X and a Y, girls have two Xs. And so every, I always see an X right. chromosome come out. So that's the recipe that's been, it, there's been a mutation in the recipe that's going back to a normal status is what's happening. Four strands have gone back in. We got three more to go. Those are going back in. Uh, okay, five went back in, six and seven. Six just went back in. Seven just went back in. Yeah, so there's that. What can he do? The vitamin C and zinc. It's a vitamin C and zinc show. I would get him on that three times a day. Vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams okay. of ester C or something that's buffered. And um, 50 milligrams of zinc, I would do the D3, I would do the K2. That helps absorb the D3. You live in a sunny climate, be sure he's in the sun at least 20 minutes a day on his skin. It will help him heal. The other thing is, be sure that he avoids anything processed, anything refined. Sugar, bread, okay. any anything that's refined because it's going to absorb like sugar. And and there's a lot of studies that show that sugar will feed the cancer cells. So there's that. And hopefully that will help. 
Good luck with all of that. I think you're going to have a an interesting road ahead of you. Oh, I know. I understand. Yeah. I understand that. Um, is it, uh, well, what do you think his prognosis is if we do that? I think it's good. I think it's good. His spirit's in his body. If it wasn't, I wouldn't be able to scan him. Will Bill heal from this prostate cancer? Yeah. I don't don't think he's going to check out anytime soon. I don't think it's going to be fun for him to go through it, but I think he's going to be okay. And I think if you can do what you can, everything in your power with food, food's the best medicine, uh, do everything in your power to keep his immune system healthy, that that's going to go a long way to help him get over this. There's a, there's a, Guy at Stanford who's a physician named William Lee, L-I, and you Google him. Check him out. He uses food to help people heal, and he's done a lot of research and works with Big Pharma to design different medications, and he has found that food is more effective than a lot of the medications that he's helped develop. So check him out and watch a couple of his interviews or listen to him. And I think you'll, you'll get some pointers. I think his prognosis is really good. Consider scheduling an appointment with me and then we'll have a whole hour to work on him and do a deep dive about what's going on. Now he just had to put his dog of 16 years down. Yeah. And like devastated. Yeah. Do you I bet. Dakota? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Dakota's around him. He can talk to Dakota anytime and, um, you know, just have him talk to talk to the dog. He'll if he thinks he's he's hearing Dakota or seeing Dakota, he is. He's doing that. Register to watch my movie that that living with ghosts. I I think you guys are going to love it. It'll help him with his grieving for the dog and help him with his grieving for what he's getting ready to go through because it's scary. So I hope that helps. It is very scary. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thanks for so calling, much. Bonnie. Good luck. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, that's it for this week. Again, go on all my social media channels, ask Julie Ryan. Sign up to watch Living with Ghosts, and the screening's going to be next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mother's Day is Sunday the 8th, and, uh, and then we'll do a live Q&A on Zoom on Monday the 9th, which will be a blast. I think it'll be really fun. And I I hope to see you there. We can take unlimited people. So the more the merrier. Thanks for joining us. Follow me on all the social media, you know, whatever. See you next week. Same time, same station. Hope you have a great week, everybody. Sending you love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.